Hello there, thought I'd do a little podcast on MFL teaching because I'm doing lots of work on resources at the moment um, because obviously I, I do quite a bit of um, MFL CPD, either online or I go into schools and yeah, I'm, I'm just looking at, it's funny, I've looked at some old stuff that I did a long time ago, you know, way before Michaela in fact, but I found it on a uh, on a peg there, a USB thing and looking back, looking at the parallel texts and the rationale and the choices I made. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. I'm, it's really interesting as well to see how my ideas have developed over the years and what mistakes I've made in terms of layout and, and lots of other stuff there. So again, parallel text, I'm always going to go, it's a grid essentially, a numbered grid. Yeah. And this numbered grid, I say number the lines or number the boxes. And it's, I'm just, I'm going to play with the screen as I talk for a second. Um, and... The English on the left, the target language is on the right. So you're working from known to the unknown is, is always my principle. Uh, I'm just going to click on something here so we actually see something I'm playing with now. Oh, come on. Mean technology. What am I like? So, um, I'm looking at something here. What's this? Okay, it says, me, I love the history. But when I've done the history, I put th apostrophe. And it's moi, j'adore l'histoire. So I'm just going to, I'm going to read this stuff out aloud with the kids. Yeah. And they follow it line by line with, uh, with their ruler. And I'm going to point out all of the patterns in the language, how predictable the language is. So moi, okay, that works. Can you underline O and I, please? You're going to see loads of O's and I's in French. J'adore. Now, j'adore used to be je adore. Try and say it really fast ten times. Go on then. Je adore. Je, go on. Faster, faster, faster. You can't, can you? Neither could the French. So it make je adore easier to say. They bring it together. They took out an E. They add an apostrophe. Two little steps. See, the French keep doing things to make the language really easy. Every time you see an apostrophe, you know, ah, they're trying to help us there. Look at that. It should say la histoire. Because it's feminine, the word histoire. But, can't say it, can you? Go on, try and say it. You can't. That's what they do. L'histoire. Can you put a little... Can you know the apostrophe on j'adore? And you know the apostrophe on l'histoire? Can you go over them again with your pen? Just make them a little bit bigger. Thanks very much. I'd be presenting a table to the kids. They'd have this in front of them. <clears throat> and they can do all this annotation. Yeah. So I've underlined the O and the I. Because you're going to see that pattern loads and loads. Make your apostrophe a little bit bigger. Because you're going to see those loads. The apostrophe on j'adore. The apostrophe on l'histoire. Can you put a little dot under the H? on histoire, because you don't say that. Now, the French don't add those little dots, but we add those little dots just to make it easy. Just so we know which letters to pronounce and which not, because in French, there are lots of letters you don't pronounce. Uh, the word l'histoire, oh, can you underline the O and I again? Fantastic. Look, moi, O, I. J'adore l'histoire. Me, I love the history. Why do I do that dodgy English? Well, the reason I do the dodgy English is, it gets you to think like a Frenchman. That's what I want. Right. That's what I want. Now, obviously, if you're going to do a good translation in English, you go, me, I love history. Yeah. Or I could have done, couldn't I? I could have said, I adore the history. That would be even more like the French. I'm just making you think about the links between the English and the French and the French word order. The, we call that syntax, the way the, the sentence is put together. Next sentence. In fact, to history, T-H apostrophe history. What do I do that for? I'm just reminding you, aren't I, that the French... They don't do, uh, they can't do l'histoire, they do l'histoire. Pretty obvious, isn't it? But I'm just making, it, I'm making everything really obvious for you. I'm showing you what a simple, predictable language this is. In fact, the history is my subject preferred. 
In fact, the history is my subject preferred. En fait. Can you go over that T on the end of the word fait? Can you go over that T? Just go over it again with your pen. Cheers. Now, normally that's often silent, right? But on this little expression, you say the T. En fait, l'histoire, do the apostrophe, please. Dot on the H, please. Underline the O-I. Eh is, can you dot the S and the T? Ma matière, can you underline the I-E or matière? Can you go over that accent grave again with your pen? Make it a bit heavier, yeah? Préféré. Now that's an eight-letter word, préféré. Can you put eight to the end, please? Cheers. Can you go over the accent aigu, the accent aigu, the accent aigu? you got three of them. Go over them, please. Make them heavier. Can you double underline the double E? We always double underline double letters. En fait, l'histoire est ma matière préférée. Now I'll go through stuff like this. <clears throat> it becomes quite fast, doesn't it? Because I'm very used to doing it. And I've, I've, usually what I do is, well, definitely what I would do is, I'd print it off, a copy for me. I'd hand annotate it myself. I count the number of letters, I underline the vowel combinations, single underline, I double underline the double letters, I dot the silent letters. If there are any liaison between words, like something like suis allé, I do the little link, the liaison there. Um, I exaggerate the accents. There you go, that spells the word cuddle. Yeah, C-U-D-D-L-E, easy. Six little steps, add S at the end, which is cuddles, because sometimes you have little stories you can make up, like, you know, when you'll neige, I need my sledge, something like that. Um... Sometimes you can have little stories, but you can't have stories for every single word. But you can always count the number of letters. You can always underline the vowel combinations. You can always double underline the double letters. You can always dot the silent letters. You can always mark the liaison. You can always exaggerate the accents. And by really what you're doing there is you're teaching kids to pay attention to detail. That's what, look, I don't need to pay that attention to detail anymore because a lot of this language I know like the back of my hand, don't I? But if there's a new word or a new expression... I do have to pay a little bit more attention to detail. But what I actually, by giving them these tools, by giving the kids, teaching the kids to really, really pay attention, then they learn that there's no such thing as a new word. It's, everything's so repetitive. Only, two, what I say all the time, only 26 letters in the alphabet. How hard can it be? And the French keep using the same letters all the time. So you've got something like this. Moi, j'adore l'histoire. Okay, you've got your underlying your vowel combinations, you've exaggerated your apostrophes, you've dotted your silent letters. En fait, l'histoire est ma matière préférée. Now, I know that um, matière and préférée, I know they're going to get that wrong because they get it wrong all the time. So I tell them in advance, seven-letter word, eight-letter word, mark it down, exaggerate those accents. Oh, look, préférée, it's three accents aigus. I may put in brackets three A just so they remember. It's three accents aigus. Next little sentence. Et toi, quelle est ta matière préférée? I've repeated the expression again. Matière préférée. Because I want them to see it lots. I want them to pay attention to those letter combinations and accent combinations a lot. Later on in the text, I've got, Où est-ce que tu préfères une autre matière? Because I want them to say préfère and matière and préférée. I want them to see that all in the same text because I know they're going to mess up. Préfère, or like, il préfère, tu préfères, and um, préférer. Because one's a verb, one's a, an adjective. I need to make that really explicit to them. Um, later on in the text, oh, I've got lots. What have I done there? Yeah, later on, I've got things like Mon père préfère le sport, or le PS. Ma mère 
préfère l'anglais. Euh, mon frère et mon père et ma mère, and I've used them deliberately with préfère. Oh, la matière préférée de mon père, la matière préférée de mon euh, frère, la matière préférée de ma sœur. Elle, elle, aime, oh non, elle aime le dessin, mais euh, elle préfère l'anglais. I'm, I'm getting, I know what mistakes they're going to make, so I run towards those, those mistakes. I'm just scanning the screen as I'm uh, scrolling up and down. And what I'm doing a lot of in these, uh, these grids that I do, <clears throat> I take a, a text that I've created. Oh, you, can, you can take it from BBC Bite Size or old exams, anything you like. I, I like making my own text because I find it interesting. Um, and I'm cutting pasting them, I'm changing them slightly. And in the first stage, All you're doing is you read out the text aloud. You read out the text aloud with the kids. You might say first five lines. You say it, they say it, you say it, they say it. You annotate it, you cuddle it. So you've got all the, the silent letters are marked in, the liaison marked in, the accents are exaggerated, all that's great for your pronunciation. I couldn't paste that. And then later on in the same lesson or in another lesson, okay, there you go. It's the same text, but all I've done is taken away the double vowels or any accents or any any vowels that have an accent and I just replace them with an asterisk so if you can say it when you've got all these missing letters the letters are being replaced by accents if you can say it correctly you're doing well just I'm giving you support and I'm giving you challenge at the same time and uh, and then if you can write it with all those missing letters, but you put it in, you know, you, you replace those asterisks with all the correct letters. Brilliant. But they've got the original to work from, and they've got the version that's got the gaps. Bit of a, a, a gap fill based upon double, double vowels usually, and vowels with um, an accent. It's a really good challenge for them. It, they're having to think, and they're having to write from memory, but I'm also focused, and speak from memory, but I'm, I'm also focusing them upon the things that I know they always get wrong. Yeah? The truth is, a lot of those high-frequency errors, I've, I've preempted them by the way I've taught it. Because when I'm cuddling all that stuff, all that language, I'm highlighting, oh, and other schools, people get this wrong. We don't get that wrong. There you go. Um, that works incredibly well. And it's very easy for me to create resources like that, for anybody to create resources like that, because it's just a lot of cut and paste, cut and paste, with a bit of jigging it around, yeah? So, um, you know, I might do a text of, say, 20 lines. But again, even that text of 20 lines, I'm looking at something here, okay? Let's have a little look. So I've done something like, um, you love to travel. It's clear. I've broken it down into two little... So it's one box. Tu adores voyager. C'est clair, okay? But... It's not one long sentence. En fait, on one line, next line. Uh, ma mère est née en Autriche. So again, I've split up that sentence. So, and, and they've got the English on the left, you've got the target language on the right. So everything's incredibly transparent. I also change fonts to make things stand out as well. For example, um, oh, I've got here, uh, il y a deux ans, à peu près, uh, si je ne me trompe pas, uh, je suis allé en Autriche avec mes parents. Okay, so I've got il y a in elephant font. I quite like that font because most of the text is Calibri. I think that's what it's called. Uh, but then the elephant font really stands out. So I like that. But Ilya, as in, you know, ten, uh, il y a deux ans, two years ago. Um, si je ne me trompe pas. So again, I've, I've highlighted, I've changed that font because I wanted that expression. Je ne me trompe pas to stand out. Yeah? Je suis allé, I changed the font later on. C'était, j'adore 
faire dix mois sans tu as visité euh, il faut que il faut que j'y réfléchisse um loads of these things have changed the font and i'm going to recycle a lot of that language from text to text to text so a new text will be very familiar with just a few changes and then it goes on and goes on and goes on so the language really embeds and it goes from being the passive vocabulary you know it's like me i listen to french radio a lot now i understand there's very little i don't understand when if it's politics and stuff like that i understand that very well it depends what the topic is i really but that that language i understand is not the same as the language i can speak i can't speak like them but i can really understand a lot so i'm i'm limiting the language that the kids see um so the passive vocabulary is good but then i recycle it so that really embeds as their active vocabulary and again <clears throat> i try to put lots of i put some proverbs in some lots of idioms expressions that make them sound more french is what i'm going for good fillers good fillers yeah things like uh, what have i got here i've got um Dis-moi, euh, il faut que j'y réfléchisse un peu. Euh, lots of, oh, je vais pas te mentir. Lots of, franchement. Oh, c'est le moins qu'on puisse dire. I'm just looking down the sheet as I go here. Uh, and it's, I, I'm just, I, I find it really fascinating, the language, you know. I'm just looking at this text. So then I photocopied, sorry, I cut and paste it. I replace vowels with asterisks. And then I do another version of that where literally I have just the English uh, and then on the other side I have just the initial letters for the French. So can you do that well? Can you do, you know, you've got something like um, uh, we went to the uh, Museum of Orsay. Again, I do that little translation thing. We went to the Museum Orsay, also the Museum of Orsay. Um, if I, I give you the, the, the support on the other side would be OEA, that's for we went, I've used en Italie, uh, A-M to the museum, D apostrophe, O, yeah? Me, I love the history, M, J apostrophe, L apostrophe. Uh, in fact, it's my subject preferred, E-F, C apostrophe, M-M, P. Right, I'm going to go back to doing more of this booklet because I just find it really, really interesting. Hope you do, <laughs> you do, you may be thinking, what's he all about? Um... It's just, there's loads of really lovely... Look, later on, I'm loving this. You've got, um, <clears throat> although I'm rather sporty, BQJS. Look, I've got an, a subjunctive there deliberately. You know, bien, que, uh, bien que je sois plutôt sportif, je n'aime pas trop nager. Okay? Um, après être allé à la piscine avec mon frère, je suis allé à la bibliothèque avec ma soeur. Après être allé. See? All that. Je suis allé. Um, il est rare que j'aille à la bibliothèque. Bien que je lise beaucoup, euh, je préfère regarder la télé ou faire du sport. So it's all, you know, very, it's not complicated. None of this French is complicated. But you can really sell this to the kids. Oh, if you say, il est rare que j'aille, bien que je lise. You sound really good. French people are going to go, whoa, who's he? Yeah, if you get the liaison, right, you're going to sound really good. Now, they're not going to think you're French, okay? But they're going to go, oh, well, why do you sound like that? You don't sound English. Where do you, that's a bit weird. Again, I'm always saying them, you know, I'm not going to go things like, um, you know, Bonjour, je m'appelle Mr. Smith, je viens de Newcastle. I'm always acting, aren't I? I'm always pretending, even though I've got this silly accent in English, I'm always trying to sound as French as I can. You do your best, you do your best. But, uh, 
Il y a des choses. Ça dépend de mon humeur, en fait. Oh, mais c'est. Moi, c'est la euh, Bien que je lise beaucoup, je préfère regarder la télé ou faire du sport. Ça dépend de mon humeur, en fait. Now, that's a little expression I use quite a bit. Ça dépend de mon humeur. Ou ça dépend du temps qu'il fait. And it's a nice little filler, right? <coughs> What have I got? En général, I do a lot of that, actually. En général, je préfère aller à la plage. I keep recycling, I prefer, because I want that spelling right. Um, il est rare que je fasse du sport pendant la semaine. Il faut que je fasse mes devoirs avant de sortir. Il est rare que je sorte pendant la semaine. Yeah, yeah, later on, I've got. Mon frère préfère le PS. Mon père préfère les sciences. Ma mère préfère euh, les, les arts plastiques. Um, Yeah, right, so I'm going to have a little play with this. So if you're interested in MFL CBD with me, give me a shout, DM me, it's the easiest thing in the world. I just want a little chat about it. Um, great, lovely. All right, so hopefully I haven't uh, bored you too much uh, or confused you. I bet you have confused you, but that's okay. Right, <laughs> cheers, have a nice day. Bye.